Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny for Monday, January the 7th, 2013. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds, LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve their destiny. We have another very special show for you this evening, and I'm pleased once again to have co-hosting with me in the new year, Ms. Teresa Hamilton, who is the CEO and founder of Making It Happen Incorporated, transforming your dreams into reality. Hello, Ms. Teresa Hamilton. How are you? I'm doing well, Lisa. Happy New Year to everyone out there in our listening audience. Yes, <laughs> yes, excited yes. to have another new year. <laughs> exactly. We want to welcome everyone into the new year and yes. what a year it will be. Yes. We are yes. anticipating reaping a great harvest this year and we are uh, speaking that into existence for ourselves and for all of you. So tonight yes. our topic is Full Circle, A New Beginning. We are finding more and more that life is bringing many people full circle in their journey. So this is going to be a very exciting topic, um, and I can't wait to really start to get into that. But before we do that, for those of you who are tuning in via the computer, please click on the Follow button on the left-hand side of the title so that you can receive more updates on uh, some of the upcoming broadcasts that we have uh, going on for this year. We are now also available as a podcast, and it is free. I'm going to say it again. It's free. So go to the iTunes store, click on the podcast, and type in A Date with Destiny. You will also receive future episodes as well as being able to take us with you wherever you go. You might be sitting in the doctor's office. You might be riding in your car, wherever you go. And, and that way uh, you can just... Just tune us in and uh, get some extra motivation and inspiration uh, wherever you may be. So that's, that's a great thing. Uh, so go to the iTunes store and click on A Date with Destiny. Also, you can send me a message through this site if you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business. You can send a message through my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash A Date with Destiny 101 or you can leave a message via my website, info at yourdestinywaits.net. And I encourage everyone who uses Facebook to go to the page, A Date with Destiny 101, and like that page, because we are going to have some exciting giveaways, some exciting contests. And, and I always post, you know, I try to post all throughout the day things that will uplift you and inspire you and, and make you think and make you feel good about yourself and where you are right now. So facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101 so welcome back miss Teresa. isn't it exciting to be back in a brand new year oh it's so awesome we're so fortunate i tell you just to be able to try to do all of the things that we have in our hearts to do for this coming year lose yeah. weight all our little re resolutions we get a chance to wipe the slate clean and then try again. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's the, the word new. I love that word, uh -huh. you know, new. Uh -huh. You know, new mm -hmm. beginnings, new chances. So, yeah, at the beginning of the year is always, always, always exciting. And what we do here 
at a, a date with destiny is we really work hard at uh, helping you to stay in the new, you know, mm-hmm. and stay in the now so that you're not just, you know, uh, out there by yourself. You know, right. you have others who are, you know, living their journeys and, and experiencing life. And, and these are the types of things that we bring to you to help you along the way. So we're excited about uh, what we have um, coming down the pike for this year. And um, each day is a new day. I mean, each day, mm-hmm. think about that. Each day mm-hmm. is a N-E-W, new day. And right. that alone is exciting because that means yeah. that every single day you get a do-over. <laughs> when we wake up in the morning, we get an automatic do-over. Mm-hmm. We have the freedom to choose, and I love that word, choose, mm-hmm how we are going to go about our day. Uh, Mm -hmm. Before we get out of bed, we can decide what kind of attitude we're going to have, positive or negative. And if we didn't get something quite right the day before, guess what? We have the opportunity to try again. So how awesome is that? Yes, yes, yes. Pretty cool, That's huh? Awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So tonight we are going to talk about coming full circle, a new beginning. Last year I kept running into people, some that I knew and some who I didn't know and never met before, and uh, began to coach. You know, I coached uh, a couple of people last year, and in talking with them, I noticed a commonality in most everyone. Almost everybody that I talked extensively with have come full circle in their lives. Some have moved away from their childhood homes and and made a life for themselves, and 20 or 30 years later, they find themselves back where they started. And even though they have moved back to familiar surroundings, they find themselves starting over, a new beginning. What was once old and familiar is now new. And I know that kind of sounds crazy, but, you know, they left only to return to do a new thing in an old land. So not only have they moved back to where they came from, their career path has uh, uh, taken them a complete 360. And most people started out doing one thing that leads to another thing that ends up being something Mm -hmm. totally and completely different Mm -hmm. from what they went to school for. So now I find that people are getting down to basics by finding things that they enjoy doing rather than doing something because they feel as though they have to. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm finding that there is a major shift that has taken place in our consciousness, an awakening, Mm -hmm. so to speak, a dawning of a Mm -hmm. new age. And And I just feel it. It's just like so undeniable. So in my search for wisdom in this, as in everything I do, one thing kept appearing before me when I took a step back to look at all of this, and that was purpose. Mm -hmm. Most people are now in search for their purpose, and in that search, they are being brought full circle in their lives. So, Teresa, what are your thoughts about all of that? Well, I think I think it's true. I think sometimes we can get caught up in the news of the of the day, and mm-hmm. we know that there's a paradigm shift already occurring economically, and mm-hmm. in terms of world, how we relate to one another. Because initially, you know, people lived in countries; they were everyone was isolated from everyone else. But mm-hmm. now it's like we've opened up new channels. Um, new ways of communicating with social media and and all those other things. And as a result, people are going through, as you said, Lisa, an awakening. And mm-hmm. so with that awakening, we're mm-hmm. learning that we've got to find, um, and my favorite quote is one that you gave me, and I always misquote it, so I'll leave it up to you, but mm-hmm. you you always say we're human we always the human beings versus a spirit uh, quote, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I yeah. think that we are really learning to allow our spirit to come alive. That right. spirit man, not the the physical human man, so to speak. And so, right. as we start to allow mm-hmm. that new man or that new creature to come out in us, we're discovering that some of the things. And I know in your book, Lisa, you talk about think about things you used to do when you were a kid, some of those passions, some of those interests, some of those likes, 
are starting for us as adults to come full mm-hmm. circle. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And and I'm glad you brought the book up. I, I wanted to also let my listening audience know that my book is now available for download um, on our website, which is mihgroup.org, mihgroup.org. So so stop on over there and just, you know, go ahead and download it. Um, uh, you won't be disappointed. But, Teresa, that, that quote that you you were mentioning is, uh, by a French philosopher, and it's it's we are spiritual beings living a human experience, and not a human being living a spiritual experience. And I find that um, you're right. You know, you are so right. We are becoming more conscious of that part of us, mm-hmm. um, and more and more, I believe people are realizing and recognizing that ego has no place. It, you know, uh, if you really want to move further along in, on your journey. But but yeah. doing it, you know, doing it in a more positive way. Uh, mm-hmm. I hear a lot of talk now about ego, uh, which is the physical side of ourselves. And ego, you know, it, we, it, it walks hand in hand with the spirit. So, mm-hmm. but more and more mm-hmm. people are starting to recognize that. Um, and, and, that and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's a good thing. Um, the purpose, you know, someone said, I heard someone once say, um, is there a purpose to the ego? <laughs> you know. That's a good question. <laughs> is there a purpose to the ego? And yeah, because when I talk to people, especially young people um, and some older people, but they're like, well, what the, what purpose does the ego serve? What's the purpose to ego? <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just not worth it. I find that it's just not worth defending the ego because the mm-hmm. ego is the false self. <laughs> Think about that. The mm-hmm. ego mm-hmm. is the false self. The ego is the thing that's full of pride, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's never wrong. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just got, you know, that'll that'll keep you uh, in, in a place of fear. I mean, all this, yeah. the ego is the false self. And when you're defending it, you're defending mm-hmm. an illusion. Yes, yes. It really isn't point. who you are. Your authentic mm-hmm. self is so way beyond the ego. Your authentic right. self is your spirit self, your spirit man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anytime you find yourself, you know, uh, um, defending yourself against mm-hmm. whatever, that's mm-hmm. not the spirit man, that's your ego. Yeah, and yeah. let me tell you, girlfriend. God had to do a great work in me. <laughs> Where ego was concerned, okay, I'm mm-hmm, guilty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, I mm-hmm. had to do, you know, really, uh, uh, no, God had to do a real, real big work in in where my ego was concerned. And mm-hmm. I'm still a work in progress, though. I think we all right. are. Right, right. But you feel you, the thing, and I'm glad you were talking about this ego because it's, um, like you said, it is the thing that keeps us far away from our free our free spirit self or keeping us moving forward in the direction that we should be moving in, we're, meaning should, that we're, where we're feeling peace, where we're feeling happy, where we're helping our brother. And mm-hmm. part of all of that is taming, taming that ego. And the yeah. ego is just like you said, that false self, that false self that protects in particular, responds to our own needs and desires, and sometimes they're not good for us, or, you know, our need to be approved for others to approve of us, or our need to care what others, you know. And so if we can just get that ego in check, and one of the things, and I think your point is very well taken in terms of ego, is Mm -hmm. whenever I'm talking to someone and I disagree 100% with their viewpoint, If Mm -hmm. I find myself arguing with that person, then I know I have to stop and say to myself, you know what, I can argue in love, but as soon as I start getting angry, then I know that's my ego. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm Because you should Mm -hmm. do, even when you're discussing or debating, it should be done in love, but not, you know, where you come away from it saying, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Mm Because that's really not done in love. That's right. That's right. And, And I find that when we move away from ego... We mm-hmm. move away from a sense of entitlement to a sense mm-hmm. of humility. 
Yes, yes. And yes, you realize yes. that you're entitled to nothing. If you really yes, stop and think about yes. it, if you come yes. from divinity, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Then you must be divine. Yes. So it's like if you hold your hands up and you look at them and say, okay, these are the hands of God, then you must mm-hmm. be giving because our God is a giving God, right? Yes, yes. So yes, if you're yes, not yes. in a giving state, yes. then we're not living up to our full nature of who we truly are, which is divine, because what? We come from divinity. Yes, yes, yes. And God created us in his image to, you know, I always say to myself, well, what happens is, and and I think we really need to talk about this as we move forward in the new year, because some people are so, you know, I know December and the holidays is one of the most depressing times of the year. And part of it is is because I think we forget who we are and what we're about and what yeah. we stand for. And one of the lessons I'm learning is that, we're, we've got to get to a place where we can define ourselves, you know, yeah. define ourselves in terms of what is it that we're supposed to do? What are we, yeah. you know, what is our goal? You know, as we sit down and make New Year's resolutions, what should they yeah. be? And those resolutions need to go deeper than to make, you know, another $20,000 a year, exactly. um, as you said. And when it all, when all is said and done, when you look at your life when you're looking and you're moving in that circle of, you know, coming full circle, one of the things that you discover is that what you think would make you happy doesn't necessarily bring you the happiness and peace. Because exactly. as soon as we get it, we're on to the next thing that we want. And as That's soon as right. we get that, then we're on to the next thing that we want. And right. we're really, in this time, we're going around in circles, but in circles that we shouldn't be going in. Exactly. So we're I think, the wrong um, thing. Right, and so I think in your question about, you know, the ego, uh, uh, another bigger question is how do we stop going around in circles to come full circle, meaning to be complete and to, full circle, meaning to be complete and whole? How do we get there? Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's a good question. Um, well, transition takes place when we move into a place of service. Without mm-hmm. ego, mm-hmm. okay. I'm gonna say that mm-hmm. again. Transition does okay. it takes place when we move into a place of service without ego, and as mm-hmm. we move into the meaning phase of life, you mm-hmm. know, um, mm-hmm. ambition then transforms into purpose, wow. and we become wow. the observer and step back, and then you begin to live in process in a process trusting where the source is taking you. So in other words, you are no longer fighting it, and it allows that thing just just to come to you. You know, you're no longer Mm -hmm, the person mm -hmm. that's just making things happen. You're allowing them Mm -hmm. to show up. And so when the fight is gone, I think that's when we we start to enter into that, the the phase of of coming full circle, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah, because we're moving into... When we're no longer trying so hard, like you yes. said, to make things happen. We don't, yes. like, i got to do this. i got to, you know, make sure I do a yes. good job with my kids. Make sure I do a good job. And you're just racing, 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 doing yes. your kids, taking care of your husband. The spouse yes. are taking care, you know, and you're doing this and this and this. But you're not really, like you said, becoming a passionate, just sit back, relax, and observe kind of person or exactly. in service to others. Exactly, because, you know, um, Teresa, I'm learning, um, and I just thank, you know, I thank God for the wisdom, but I'm learning that when you are in service to other people, mm-hmm. when you're giving of yourself, uh, which mm-hmm. I think is one of the, the reasons why, we, why we're here. Um, mm-hmm. No, I don't think. I know. I know this is one <laughs> of the reasons why we're here. We are here to service others. It's not all about mm-hmm. serving ourselves because that's just self, that's being self-serving. And, yes, mm-hmm. you know, we want to, the way we serve ourselves is drawing closer to God, you know, learning more about our spirit man, learning about, you know, how how we're supposed to walk while we're here. Um, and mm-hmm. when you take your mind off yourself, off your ego, 
mm-hmm. off the mm-hmm. ego side of ourselves, <laughs> then we are really, again, going back to that divinity thing, we are living as we are meant to live, which is mm-hmm. in giving and in serving other people. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I believe that if you want to see the doors open in your life, then you mm-hmm. must detach yourself from what the ego says and you allow yourself to live from this divine space called spirit. Yes, yes. And you know what? Right there, I feel like you're sounding just like Wayne Dwyer. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I know he always talks about, um, he uh, talks about living a, de- a detached lives so that you can really live in spirit. And yes. I think that that's it, is that coming full circle means living in spirit. And you know you've arrived, um, at least arrived at the door <laughs> yes. when you're no longer concerned with the cares of the world. It's yeah. kind of like that biblical verse, be anxious for nothing. That's but right. But in everything, you know, to make your request and with prayer and supplication. In other words, there's no need for you to fret and be hurried and wonder. You're just relaxing and enjoying the spirit, yes. your spirit. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And getting to that place is a challenge. Mm-hmm. But it's one so worth taking on because yeah. once you arrive, once you get to that place and you look around and it's like, wow, you know, I was stressing over nothing. Why am I worrying about this and worrying about why do Why do I worry about things that I have absolutely no control over? Mm-hmm. You know, and when you start to do that, then that brings you into anxiety you know, mm-hmm. and then anxiety brings you into depression, and then mm-hmm. we start to sink, and we don't even, we can't even catch ourselves. Right, right. Because we've just allowed all of the outside things to ruin and take us away from the spirit. Right. Exactly. Take us away from our true self. Yes. And then the other part of it is sometimes, and I think going full circle, and that's why age and maturity is so important as we age, as we mature, then we start to learn about certain constants. You know, certain things are not going to change. There are certain things, and then we get the experience or the maturation of life. And I think you and I were sharing earlier this week a story. I remember when I was in college, I was such a perfectionist as your daughter graduates um, uh, from college, <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, and I know some of the challenges of a student. You want to get good grades, you know. You want to, you want. Remember the time when you study, 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 and then after the semester was over, you were so happy because you could just relax mm-hmm, and just watch mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. kind of mentally veg out. But one of the lessons I remember during that time is that if I got a B, even though the B was well deserved. Um, I would fret over, oh, I got a B, I got a B. Why did I get a B? I should have gotten an A, I should have gotten an A. And then I remember, and I, when I was sharing with you earlier this week, is that I lost a nephew around the time I was in college. And I remember after having gone through that experience, negative of, you know, a death of a loved one, is that I, would, I remember every time I would have anxiety or feel stress, I would say to myself, as long as my family and friends are okay, I'm okay. And so mm-hmm. then you learn how to deal with the anxiety or the negative situations in the world and not be so ego-driven because we're right. all, you know, we're all thinking, well, what about, you know, it's like, what about me? I think Joyce Myers always says this. What about mm-hmm. me? What about, what about me? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what the ego does is worry about itself and not anyone else. But we, right. well, we and I think you do a great job of this, Lisa, each year talking about gratitude, that part yeah. of getting full circle is learning to be appreciative of what yeah. you have. Yes, yes. And it's so it's, it's so funny that you should bring that up because, Teresa, I just had to myself uh, mm-hmm. not too long ago um, mm-hmm. because, you know, right before the holidays, right before Thanksgiving, I got sick, and I was sick mm-hmm. for like almost four weeks. Um, it ended mm-hmm. it turned it turned into being walking pneumonia. And um, mm-hmm. through that time, like when your immune system has broken down like that, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, 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 you're not operating at your fullest capacity, 
And for me, I'm always moving, always going, always doing, always working on blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you start to be like, oh, man, the heck, you know, mm-hmm. um, you start to get a little down about things and you're looking around mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, I can't do this. And I started thinking I can't, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't. And I was like, stop, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do you? What, who is this person talking? <laughs> so see, that was the ego trying to ease its way in there, you know, and and catch me off guard at my weakest point, at my weakest moment. And you know what I did? I remember specifically sitting down one day um, because you know when you're sick, you don't. It's like meditation and all of that. It's like oh, you know, you just you, you're out. You don't have the energy. But girlfriend, one day I sat down and I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I started thinking about things that I had to be grateful for. And once I did that, once I got myself to in that mode of, of having an attitude of gratitude, it just flew. I mean, it's just like whoosh, it went right out. Everything else, all the negativity just left me. And even though I was still not feeling up to my, you know, my normal self, I felt good inside. You know, because now my mind was back in control. The spirit self was back in control over the ego self. Right, right. And, you know, I'm learning. It's funny we're having this conversation because as I'm reading through more of the Bible, I'm learning um, uh, about um, where where, uh, God says, and you will be a new creature. Mm. And I often wondered, well, why can't you just remake the old one? Why do you have to be a new creature? And you mm-hmm. have to be a new creature because all of the things that are endemic to who we are as human beings, like yeah. that ego, is so, it's actually diametrically um, opposed to spirit. Ego yeah. and spirit are in two different areas <laughs> of the world, yeah. so they could never, ever meet, which is yeah. why you have to be a new person, a new creature, because yeah. otherwise you're never going to get there. <laughs> Trying right. to remake the old, the old you. But you know what's so beautiful about all of that mm-hmm. is that the fact that, okay, um, you know, where we are right now and the age that we are and the life that we've already lived and our journey and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. all right, think back, and this is how, you know, talking about full circle again, Mm-hmm. Think back to when you were younger. We didn't hear this stuff. Right, right, right. This stuff was not being taught to us, mm-hmm. um, and it's not because it was it was not done on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I always say, you know, when we know better, we do better, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now, now, okay, coming full circle, because you said about being the new man, you know, being a new creature, mm-hmm. which is true. As you continue to grow in wisdom, you do change. You are becoming new because mm-hmm. now you're right. You're not giving. You're learning about this stuff. You're learning about ego versus spirit. And mm-hmm. I'm finding that it's so awesome because we now, because we know this, mm-hmm. the generation mm-hmm. after us and the generation cool. after them will know this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're not starting off in their 30s or their 40s or their 50s or their 60s and so on mm-hmm. just getting mm-hmm. this message. They're starting out as babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we teach them from the womb and start teaching them the, the this this thought pattern, you know, about the mm-hmm. renewing of your mind, about having mm-hmm. an attitude of gratitude, about mm-hmm. where they come from, that they're divine. You know, all of these mm-hmm. things, if we start them when they're young, oh, my God, just think yeah. how awesome yeah. they'll be when before they even hit kindergarten. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and then they'll go to school and they'll share with their friends. So, you know, it's like a beautiful thing because it's a new pattern. It's a It's the yeah. dawn of a new age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dawn of Aquarius. Yes, the age of Aquarius. Woo hoo! And that look, I love that, and and not just because of the fact that yes, you, are, I am an Aquarian. Thank you very yes. much. Okay, woo hoo! But it's true. We are in a new age, and the dawn of the age of Aquarius just means an age of enlightenment, a spiritual mm-hmm. awakening. And I mm-hmm. see that all across the world, actually. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just excites me so much because even for my kids, you know, who are not kids anymore, they're they're grown, they're adults. But you know, I look at my daughter, for example, who just walked across the stage. Thank you very much, December seventeenth. Woo! From Stevenson University. Yeah. Um, and we're very proud of her. But she's twenty two years old, and she's already further ahead spiritually than I was yeah. at her age. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I see that, and it just, I mean, it just blows my mind, and it just makes my heart just so overwhelmed and overjoyed, you know, with such, like, pride and love and just excitement because I'm like, wow, you're going to be, I look at her, and, and even my son, he's finally you know, he's finally getting it. No, not getting it. He's got it, okay? Um, but even at, he's 26. Even at 26, he got it, you know, well before I did. So therefore, in their life, in the rest of their journey, they're not going to have. They're still going to have issues because life, you know, is life. We all experience life, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But at least they have a great head start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just imagine if if our parent, if parents now and grandparents now start when they are younger than even that. Yes, yes, yes. And, and the only reason my kids, and the only reason, look, the only reason why my uh-huh. kids got it was because when I, every time I got something, I poured it into them. Yes, yes. You see yes. what I'm saying? And that's the point. And that's yeah. the point. Is I think that as we come full circle, especially of the those in your, the listening audience that are aging, that we learn to take the time with our kids because a lot of times when I. You know, we, we're in this fast-paced technological society, and we're just running like mice on the treadmill, running, 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 yeah. running, 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 and we lose sight of really what is important. What, at the end of the day, what are we running towards? What are we running for? And exactly. sometimes our answer always happens to be, well, I need more money. For what? Take the time. I remember, and my dad is now in a a, a nursing home, but for me, my father always took the time out to uh, to sit down with me and read. I remember mm. that. I don't mm-hmm. remember him taking me to a music <clears throat> park. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they did, but that's not what I remember. I remember the quiet times of him sitting down reading with me and then when I became a teenager, listening to all my problems. And those are those moments. Those are, yeah. that's what's important, you yeah. know, not how big of an outfit, what great outfit he bought me or earrings or whatever. It right. was those, that, you know, as I age, that's what I recall. And how right. important, like you said, at least it is to pour that information back yes. into your kids. Yes, the time spent, you know, yeah. uh, spending yeah. that time, um, putting in the time. We We had that conversation yeah. before as far yeah. as our children were concerned. And if you don't pour the time into them, you know, and then, you know, they grow up and uh, they still live and do their own thing. But, you know, if you don't spend and pour that time into them, then you need to start worrying about who is, you know, because then you've yeah. got the TV, yeah. you've got the, the yeah. rap music, yeah. you've got uh, yeah. other people who, you know, and so you need to be careful with that. <laughs> yeah. Let the information yeah. come from you, you know what I mean? Work on yourself so that you can give back to your kids and so on and so on and so forth. Um, yeah. One yeah. of the things that uh, um, uh, my Dr. Uh, Wayne Dyer, who is my mentor, um, yeah. <laughs> he, he says, uh, so, you know, there's four virtues mm-hmm. uh, to live by. Mm-hmm. And I thought about those four virtues. I meditated on those four virtues, and I received those four virtues. Wow. Uh, the first one he talked about was reverence for all life. Wow. Respect. Mm-hmm. Um, that one right there is is deep because remember, you know, Teresa, I tell you all the time that you know my grandmother used to always say, "Respect begat yeah. respect." Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we must reverence all life, no matter if you're looking at someone and you're not agreeing with them or agreeing yeah. about their lifestyle or how they live their life. That's none of your business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. still have to have reverence for them, yeah. reverence for all life. We have to have respect. Yeah. Yeah. 
because the way you look at other people, trust and believe you're being judged the same way. Yeah, yeah. So respect, 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 respect. And number two, the second virtue that we need to live by is sincerity, honesty. Mm -hmm. We need to start being sincere Mm -hmm. about, you know, our communication with other people. Mm -hmm. Being honest, and not just being honest with other people, but being honest with yourself. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. That's a good because, point. Because if you're not honest with self, mm-hmm. then you can't be honest with other people. Yes. That's right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the second virtue is sincerity. First is mm-hmm. reverence for, for all life respects. Second mm-hmm. is sincerity, honesty. The third one is gentleness oh. and kindness. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we and you said you mentioned Joyce Myers earlier. You know, mm-hmm. she she always talked about being gentle. You know, being mm-hmm. you know with the the spirit of a lamb and not a lion. You know, mm-hmm. and she talked about mm-hmm. how she used to always roar. You know, loud and being. Mm-hmm. But we have to learn how to be meek. And mm-hmm. and and that, that doesn't mean you know like the the, the quote uh, don't mistake my meekness for weakness. And we are yeah. supposed to allow yeah. people to walk all over us. No. But it means to come, you know, be gentle, be more gentle, be more kind. Because trust yeah. and believe, all of these things, if you adapt them within yourself, it comes mm-hmm. back to you tenfold. That's so true. That's so whatever so true. you're putting out there, you know, yeah. if you're being rough and gruff and all, oh, I, mm-hmm. I can do, and he better not, and she, and who does she uh-huh. think she is, and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. All of that comes back to you, and you're mm-hmm. wondering why nobody loves you, why I can't be in a relationship, why I can't stay in a relationship. Right, right. Because it's your attitude that you need to put in check. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fourth one, first we have reverence for all life, respect. Second, sincerity, honesty. Third, gentleness and kindness. And fourth is, is really, the all of them are important, but this fourth one it's so significant. Supportive, being supportive and giving service <laughs> to others. Wow, yeah. Because, again, whatever you give, you shall receive. And we yeah. are here to be supportive of one another. Yeah, yeah. To give service yeah. to one another. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always about, like you said, me, 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 give, give, mm-hmm. give. I want, I want, I want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because now you're blocking off the, the second half of that because it goes hand in hand. Give and receive go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. So we mm-hmm. must learn how to be supportive and how to serve others. And that is one thing that I really, really take to heart. How can yeah. I be of service? How can I, yes. how can I, what can I do to be a blessing to someone this day? Yeah, yeah. Whether it's a phone yes. call, you know, just picking up yes. the phone and calling yes. someone that I haven't spoken to in a while just to say, hello, how are you? I'm thinking about you. Yeah. Yes. I love yes. you. Do you need something? Yes. What can I do for you? Yes. Because now you're taking the focus off of yourself. Yeah. Off of yeah. your ego self. Mm-hmm. And, and now you know, you're working and, in the divinity. Yeah. And, you know, that's what being divine is about is mm-hmm. because Christ came. I think a lot of times we miss what Christ's role was. And right. to me, primarily, he was, he was sent to live life as we should live it as right. a servant. And that was his role. Whatever yeah. he went around fulfilling whatever need it was, whether somebody needed to be healed, whether somebody needed to be fed, whether yeah. somebody needed to be comforted, yeah. and that was his life. And as a result, he had people following after him. Even 2,000 years plus, there are so many people who are following because he was that example. And yeah. he was, the, you know, the life for people. And And, and I think that... And not only that, but when we start to operate more along those lines, 
we stop being anxious for a lot of stuff. We just are. That's right. You know, we start, like right. you said, not looking at ourselves, but looking to help others, and others are drawn to us. You'll be in a grocery store, and it'll be two or three people coming up talking to you or smiling, yeah. or, and you're like, gee, I really don't know that person. What's going on? It's because your spirit greets them before yeah. you even open your mouth. You're absolutely right. That happens all the time. You know, yeah, and and that's very significant, um, Teresa, and profound what you said, because going back to Christ, one of the things that I was reminded of as you were talking was when, and and this is one of the things, you know, uh, favorite things uh, in the Bible that I love, uh, when the example that Jesus gave when he washed, when he washed feet, when he washed okay. the feet of his uh his disciples and the uh-huh. disciples was the, the 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 disciples were in shock they were like well master you know you don't don't do that don't get on your knees and wash our feet you know we should be washing yours and he was like no you know uh i want to show you that even though i am who i am i'm no better than you you know um i can wash your i can wash feet I can wash your feet. Wow. I'm here to serve, and I need you to get that. I need to show you. Wow. You know, I'm no better than you. You, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, he said the same God that dwells in me dwells in you. Yes, yes, yes. You yes. know, and we get so high and mighty and above ourselves sometimes that yeah. wash your feet. Oh, I wash no feet. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not about the feet. Yes. It was about yes. the action of serving and he yeah. took the lowest form he took the feet feet okay you know and you can think yeah. back in those days you know they didn't really have shoes you know and they walked a lot so you know them yeah. their feet was dusty and crusty you know so but he was like no i'm gonna do feet i want you and, I, and the feet you know he had to get down he yeah. had to bow yeah. down he had to get Lord. down low yeah 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 to wash yeah. feet wow yeah. So if Christ can get down low and yeah. serve, yeah. and when you're washing feet, you're in a bowing position. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Awesome. Okay? So, you know, we need to stop get being so high and mighty and thinking that we're better than this person and better than that. No, yeah. we are here to serve. Your work is to discover your world, what it is yeah. that you are, you know, your your purpose, yeah. your you know uh what you were put here for and then when with all when you do that when you discover it with all of your heart you're supposed to give yourself to it yes yeah thank you that's powerful yeah yeah and i think about that and it just it gives i mean i got chill bumps now just thinking about you know how good you know um um uh christ was in just in, in his teachings Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he showed mm-hmm. us. I mean, we had a perfect example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and everything that he did, you know, when you go back and you read passage after passage after passage, he was serving. Like you said, he was serving. It yeah. wasn't all about him. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So see, and that's where he the was. Peace comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's peace. That's the whole yeah. peace. Mm-hmm. that you get and you discover. It's like, aha, aha, wake-up moment. And then waking, yeah. as you said at the beginning. Well, he was a walking, he was walking spirit. He And, and the thing about him was that he uh, lived, because he knew exactly where he came from, of course, you know. He came from the divine. So he came here divine, walking in full spirit. He did not walk in ego at all. So when you, when we as as you know human beings uh, ever doubt or wonder about well was it is this ego or is it spirit? Think about the example Christ gave us perfect examples. And it's funny, it's funny, it's kind of funny now because I'm thinking about the WWJD. What would Jesus do? You know, and you know how that was big at one point. You know, that's kind of like, you know, bringing that back full circle because actually, you know, in any given situation, you could really ask yourself that question. If you're ever in a dilemma, you can stop and ask that question. Okay, well, hmm, what would Jesus do? 
Okay, well, Jesus wasn't prideful. He wasn't this. He didn't do that. He didn't argue. He didn't. Okay, so, yeah, then you know what to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I just love that, man. That's some good stuff right there. Now we can, you know, just uh, yeah, hit record yeah. and then go back uh-huh. at our leisure. Uh-huh. 
and yeah, watch yeah. Um, when yeah. we, we may have a free moment and say, you know what, I just feel like I need to just sit here and just, you know, veg for a minute. Right. You right, know, but right. don't, you know, it's not, don't be excessive with it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because there's so many more things that you can be doing and mm-hmm. and when and when I started on my journey, my spiritual walk, oh my god, it's just like so it's a whole new world. It's like you've stepped yeah. into a new dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you no longer look at things, you know, uh, the same way anymore. And I'm finding yeah. that the whole secret of existence is mm-hmm. to have no fear. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like we should never fear what will become of us. Like, don't fear what will become of you and depend mm-hmm. on no one. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. only the moment that you reject all help are you free. And and, and, I, and I say that because um, we tend to lean on others too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you, the only, the only help that you need, all the help that you need, you have inside of yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you start to really focus and pray and meditate on what you need, it comes to yeah. you automatically. Yeah, yeah. You know, because, number one, we're not fearing anything. We're trusting. Yeah. We're trusting the source to bring us exactly mm-hmm. what we need when we need it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you pray about it and you forget about it. And it's, yep. And the, the more faith you have or the more you believe when you when you ask if you believe, when you believe that the thing will be done, it's already done. Okay, yeah. I already have. I already found a good babysitter for my son. It's already done. Then yeah. it happens quicker than if you don't believe, or if you right. worry, or if you fret. Right. I had a conversation uh, a couple of weeks ago with someone who's a seasoned. You know, this person is very seasoned. And um, they said to me, uh, when I talked about uh, faith, having faith, your faith walk, and you you either have one foot in faith or one foot out of faith, and we're supposed to believe that you receive and so on and so forth. And that person said to me, well, yeah, you know, then you are supposed to do that, but sometimes God says no. And I said, you know, I said, now, is that God saying no, or is that just, you know, the, the... the the universe or, you know, you're not really, that thing is not what you really need at that time. You know, we think we may need something, mm-hmm. and in all honesty, we really don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know, sometimes I think back to the things that I thought I needed, and I thank God that I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because if I had gotten it, I would have been in a world of trouble. <laughs> because I wouldn't have been able to take care of it. I wouldn't have been able to do this. I wouldn't have been able to do that. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just so glad I didn't get that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So subconsciously, you know, our subconscious mind knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I truly believe if we believe that we have already received, then mm-hmm. we will have. Isn't that what it says? Isn't that what the word says? Yeah. Yeah, and my, my favorite so, uh, from, yeah, it's not only this, is that he already created us with everything we need, you know. Mm-hmm. We have the ability to get anything we want. I don't believe right. any door is, is, is closed for us. It's right. like you said, all based on your belief system and how bad you want it. And sometimes you can, you can man yes. has been able to get things that maybe he didn't even need. Man has that power. And I yeah. think that that's the other as we move forward circle is that, um, real quick, and I know we're pushing for time, but I re- uh, reading this week, I read that um, in the New Testament right after Pentecost when, you know, uh, so many people were saved by knowing Christ, they had <laughs> Peter and, and John, I think it had the guy who was, who was lame, and he would just kind of wave by the pool but he mm-hmm. could never get healed or get down there quick enough or something. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he asked them for gold, and they said, we don't have gold or any of that, but such as we have, we'll give you, I think. And the point was is that <clears throat> our focus is, I've heard that sermon preached a million times, and people focusing on the man and how if we need to be healed, we've got to do this. But I was like, I hear very few people focus on, the people who helped him to, to walk. Right, right, <laughs> right, know, we right. Need to start being, we need to start healing people. We need to, like you said, be in service. We yes. need to say, 
to our fellow What can you do? As you said, get up and walk. Get up yes. and walk. Get up yes. and carry your purpose. Walk in yes. your purpose. Get up, you know. Get up. Make it happen. Yeah. Get, just do it. Yeah. And I think that that, that is, is part of the full, full circle piece. That is so excellent. That is excellent. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm, we're going to end it, but, uh, you know, um, we doubt. If you have any doubt, if you have any doubt within yourself after you have prayed and let, you're supposed to let it go, then, you're, you, then you won't receive. Yeah. So you yeah. have to really be in a state of believing and trusting and having faith. So, Teresa, that was excellent. Um yeah. So, yeah, but we're down to the segment of uh, the last part of the show, um, and I will leave you with this. In the words of my mentor, Dr. Wayne Dyer, um, and on purpose, he states that nobody needs to ask the question, what is my purpose? It will always be found in service. If you can just for one day put your attention on making life better for someone else, if you can focus on thinking like that, that's how God thinks. It's an ancient concept, but it's still relevant. To touch someone's life is more valuable than any amount of money. Byron Katie once said, to believe that you need what you don't have is the definition of insanity. Believing that you can't be fulfilled until you get all of these things, that's an illusion. Really, you, you, you don't need anything more. It doesn't matter what you do. You could be a cab driver, a factory worker, a teacher, a manager. What matters is that you put your attention on how may I serve. Think of the people you go to, whoever you are, on your path. You can run an entire business this way, not being attached to outcome, but by putting attention on service. Your life becomes about living the virtues. How can I serve? How can I be gentle? How can I be reverent? Thinking like that means you're living in meaning. So the truth is, I find I feel something else is in charge of all of us. So it's really all about surrendering to it, surrendering to something that is bigger than you, that you are connected to, that is really in control of everything. There's a place deep within us that wants to feel fulfilled, that wants to know that my life has made a difference, that I've left this place, this planet that I've lived on, better than when I arrived, that someone's life has been profoundly touched because of my existence. We all want that. It's not about age or finding yourself, whoever you are, at whatever age. You're only a thought away from changing your life. So that concludes our show for this evening. I want to thank everyone for for tuning in with us once again in the new year. Shout out to my family who are always loving and supporting me and also to my Facebook friends for listening in. Once again, a big thank you and happy new year to you, Teresa Hamilton, for coming on. Yes, for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us. For knowledge is power, and when we know better, we do better. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration, and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a date with destiny 101. You can also stop by our website, mih.org, and download my book, Your Destiny Awaits, The Pouring Out of Wisdom for Humanity to Drink. Your mission if you choose to accept it is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation seek God and learn how to love yourself first because after all you owe it to yourself to know yourself we will be back uh, Monday, January 14th 2013 at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time once again I'm Lisa M. Saunders and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio A Date with Destiny Peace and abundant blessings, everyone.